What's going on with Justin Ryland? I don't. Uh, he's he's gotten me too'd, and he has been he has left Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, he's and, Rick and Morty guy, and, right? And, and his game studio, and like everything. Uh-huh. He's out. He's, he has he has gotten me too'd. Uh, sure. Let's talk about him. Isn't that? Uh... I I don't know anything. You're gonna have to explain it all, Brian. But we'll talk about. Him. Oh, gonna arrest in charge of the felony back in 2020. No wonder he got along with Dan Harmon so well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, it's right there. You can't. It's not. right there. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> he's he's he is hardly a saint. Oh, mo- monsters created created show together celebrating monsterhood. Welcome to Several People Are Typing. Uh, I'm Jim, and uh, I'm joined by Brian and Will, as usual. Brian becoming very, very, very regular at this point. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Brian realistically being the impetus for us continuing to do these. Yeah, yeah. Brian, you, you are driving this. You are, you are poking about it. And um, that's really all it... Honestly, that's all it really takes to get one of these going. But if no one does it, it's like, uh, you know, it's harder to get over that hump. So, so thank oh. you, Brian. Oh, trust me. I know it can be hard to get people over a hump to do things sometimes. I feel like that was a shot against me. And we're going to keep moving. So um, let's start off with a fun story. George Santos, the gift that keeps giving. Oh, God. Uh, many new things have come out in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think... I've, st- I've stopped paying attention. <laughs> so so I'm so curious to, to be caught up on on any, any new hotness. The, the last I heard is that he's now admitting, yes, I dress in drag. But it was only once, and I didn't inhale. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, part of it. I mean, the funnier things were where someone asked him about some uh, show, and he got like all excited, like, "Oh, I haven't seen the season yet." And that was kind of silly. But um, but the more serious stuff is the Justice Department has asked the FEC to stand down as prosecutors move this to a criminal probe. <laughs> so this is actually getting serious because almost every part of anything he's ever written down just seems to be completely fabricated. Um, where he got income, who he got it from. Um, I don't think this was on the last one, but apparently his donors, they were, they tracked them down and like, they either don't exist or these people are like, I never gave that donation. So he's literally filing false donor reports. It's like at every level, he has just completely fabricated all of this. Right. The the line where lies turn into like documentation and then like, Ooh, you're allowed to say lots of lies. You're allowed to lie all the time out loud, but not in writing. Yes. Yeah, he he like forged the name of the the um the guy who was um doing his like uh election fundraising like his accounting. Oh god. So that when he filed it, it was on somebody else's name who was but like, will, "I'm not working. I'm not working with you." But will everybody does it? So it's it. You know. I know. You know how many names I forged? I don't even know if I could sign my own name anymore. <laughs> sign other people's names. To be uh, clear, I write so little that that when I do have to write something, I. I have to go so slow. And if it's in front of like a customer, I am basically like, I don't know what to do about this. Like, it's just going to look like uh, you can't read it. You know, um, I forgot how to Did write. You, have it. you like forgotten how to hold like how to hold a pen? I, so I never like had a good, your, I never had a your... good um, way to hold a pen, but like all of like the, I know what the letters look like and the muscle memory is just barely there. So I can get letters. But if I have to like write something for like an envelope, I'm, I'm, I'm taking like five X the time to do it. Because yeah, my, and it still looks I, like crap. I, I'm not sure if I'm quite as bad as you, Jim, but I feel that big time. Like I can't write for shit anymore. Alina makes fun of me all the time on that one. I kind of never could, but so you 
it was always it was always real bad. Like my handwriting was always terrible. I was I always got into like a D in penmanship in elementary school. Yeah, that was a thing. They used to grade us on. I don't think I, I don't I don't think um I mean I Zoe's know. basically doing that shit now. Yeah. It's all like you know, it's it's good though. It's manual dexterity. I, I'm all for learning how to write. Like that, yeah, that's a good idea. Like putting putting something on paper is, is not a bad thing to learn. Um I always felt bad like in elementary school because I, w- I would you know i was actually a good student in elementary school and cared about my grades and i would see that d and it would be like what happened like am i going to be able to get into college with a d on my elementary <laughs> my school on my elementary school transcript and penmanship uh, cursive <laughs> when somebody writes in cursive now and they like i'm like that's that's fucking alien. that now. doesn't make any sense yeah yeah what are all these loops this isn't english yeah what do you mean that's how you write a q liar uh yeah yeah i'm really glad that penmanship doesn't matter because um some people really love writing and and i hate it um i see ariel she has like notebooks and notebooks of notes and i'm like all i'm thinking in my head is just get like one more monitor like just (laughs) just write it all on one more monitor i don't i I don't understand. Like you have two monitors. If if that's a, like, just get another, do something. I don't, I don't know how people write all day. I don't. My hand I cramps if doing... I have to do my name. <laughs> exactly. It's like, here we go, buddy. I'm going to get some ice after this. I've, yeah. <laughs> I've even moved over doing voice to text. It's like shockingly good these days. Yeah. And like Zoom meetings just have like transcripts in them now. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're add-ons and stuff. Oh like, shit. I want that. Yeah. yeah, so yeah you typically have to pay for it, but yeah. They're, yeah. they're pretty good um yeah and i type so much faster than i can write so like people like the only time i do anything by hand is like diagrams like if i have to like you know draw out some like topology or something like that yeah but um or in in-person meetings if it's the first one and it's like a big group i'll like map out people's names in my in my notebook oh where they're sitting on the table yeah because i'm like i'm never gonna i'm never gonna remember any of these fucking people's names yeah, I, I would say that I don't know if I do speech to text because I, I had way too much filler when I talk. So I feel like it's just faster if I type it. <laughs> and then you got to look at it. Then you got to look at it to make sure it's right. I don't know. It's probably right these days, but that just that feels longer to me than just typing it. I feel like you could decipher oh, it though I, if you. Well, yeah, you have you have to like update it as you go, right? Or, but um, the, the thing that I've been using it for is I'll be out on like a walk and I'll just like do chunks of text oh. yeah. and then and then like touch it up editing afterwards and it like keeps all that there i really i've been enjoying that quite a bit that's not a bad idea well brian also always used to carry a little notebook with him so brian yeah. Used to these things. yeah the, the, uh, for a while i just used uh, an audio recorder for exactly that reason yeah well and then i would like transcribe later but now would, i just straight you would go back and re-listen yeah to my to myself oh, talking man. about like you know a spec or like a like a spell or something like that right man i don't know i have the patience for that you know you can you can you can send that off you can do what dro- what doctors do you can send it off to like <laughs> and well, have someone like, write it all down for you and send it back for like ten dollars i mean that was stuff i was doing like five ten years ago that's um, fair now i just like speak it and then it's got text already so when i get back to my desktop yeah and it's like it's it's near perfect and close enough where you have no problem with it yeah. yeah, exactly. I, well, you know, you have to touch it up. It's like getting output from chat GPT, right? Like you need to like uh, go over it one more time. <laughs> well, speaking of chat GPT, uh, who, who linked the BuzzFeed thing? 
told me I about know it. that anybody linked it but yeah no buzzfeed is going to be um generating their quizzes and articles or at least some of their quizzes and articles via chat gpt or like ai um which feels like just the the end result that everybody knew was coming for buzzfeed <laughs> like in 2008 oh. if you were like what's what's the end state of buzzfeed it's like oh they just have a computer write their articles and don't pay anybody and it's and it's exactly the same nobody can tell the difference so the ceo's like guys we did it we did it but when he says guys he's talking to himself because there's literally no one else in the room no. yeah exactly it's like how can we yeah I, we, how can we pay I, I, like, these contributors even less like, were you say something brian yeah yeah there's a whole like type of article that you bump into sometimes that's like the headline is a question and hidden someplace inside the article is the answer and you need to like paw through useless content in order to get there um and AI can basically just do that perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's kind of interesting is that like... Um, I mean, generate com- the article, right? Like, that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> there are some companies have been doing like AI-generated articles for a, a, a while, like a long time. I'm, um, I'm sure. I'm they're sure almost you all, they're like That I've seen that's are in the finance industry, like around stocks, because they can just essentially pull a whole bunch of metrics and you know, say, just like write some sentences about these metrics and it's going to be pretty accurate because we'll, we'll pull the actual data for it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been really common for a while. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that this will be more creative, I guess that's the right word. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be indistinguishable from normal Buzzfeed. I mean, yeah, it's that same thing where it's like, I mean, AIs aren't going to take over everything. They're going to be another tool in the toolbox. Um, of like killing some sets of jobs and and moving other things elsewhere, much in the same way like robots flip your hamburgers, right? Like AI writes your like shitty clickbait, like click through articles that are like nothing, like word salad. That like it, pe- the people who write that are just like churning through boring content and hate their lives, right? Being paid minimum wage, like those are the first. <laughs> I mean, they're they're still getting paid, so well, you know. That's hey different. man. I- <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to apologize for capitalism. I'm only just uh, <laughs> describing the, uh, the the margins where these where automation is always eating at our uh, civilization. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think that now instead of paying contributors, you just pay an editor who reads the article and is like, "Yep, click that. That one's good." Or and you know, you can have one editor do the job of you know however many contributors, um, which is I don't know, not not a not a good thing. Also, I'm curious as to, I don't know that I would read an, a creative article if I knew it was written by a robot. Well, I mean, we're not, I guess we're not really talking about creative articles here, right? We're talking about just like click through nonsense. Yeah. But I mean, there's still, I don't know. There's something about it. Like, I don't, I don't know that I would read it. I don't know that I would read it anyway, but I certainly wouldn't read it if it was, uh, if it disclosed that it was written by a robot. Do you think they'll do that? They have no reason. They have like no like legal reason to. But do you think they'll do that? Like AI know. generated? I heard somebody had gotten some trouble over that. It was uh, the readership for the articles were like lower based on the name. Ah, I can't remember. Um, did you see the the lawyer or they were going to have ChatGPT run um like a legal case, and that got shut down because like the guy whose company it was who was gonna like yeah. he was gonna fight like a traffic ticket or something like that um it's like oh i could actually go to jail for doing this um so i can't do this right now because like the attorney lobby you know uh has it out for him 
yeah, the, the muscling in on their grift. What the attorney grift? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, what what I'm interested in, like that that one's kind of interesting, right? Is because uh, if it was if you know, the, like that thing to, was given to me, access to LexisNexis or whatnot, right? Um, and could reference the right cases, like that would be really cool as a as a, a use for this thing is to like make attorney fees affordable, right? To to reduce attorney fees um, by automating a whole bunch of it, but also like if your fucking chatbot screws up, who do you blame? And, yeah. Well, yeah. Can you like, you know, say like I had an incompetent defense <laughs> um, I mean, because I decided to use a robot or even if you didn't like, even if it didn't screw up, you could like later you'd be like, I had incompetent defense because this robot wasn't good enough. I should have hired an attorney. Hey man, I, I am like one that 100% on the side of using AI in those circumstances. Holy cow. But like, why, why would it, wouldn't it just be, when you say about reducing costs, I thought I still you thought meant like a, a competent lawyer, but reducing the time they personally spend on the case, therefore reducing costs because they're offloading. So like the lawyer's still the head of it. Not it's not like the the lawyer owns it all. So like nothing can get through that's like like nonsense or like you know. It's well, I think, to go I think the that's lawyer. the way it has to be now, right? Yeah, but like why would you, I would would you really want to get rid of the lawyer? Um, well, the, the way these guys were going to do it was like you know automating um, like fighting traffic tickets and automating like filing yeah. nor like the the, the mundane very very low like level file. yeah so, exactly and and specifically the kinds of things that like basically like it costs money and or time to fight these this frivolous nonsense so you just pay anyways more often than not being able to like pay 50 bucks to like efficiently just speak the right bureaucracy words back to the system and like fine you get left alone like yes AI the fuck out of that. That's interesting. Um, I thought, and and maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, don't I don't like a lot of these things like uh, allow you to effectively get it. If you get ahead of it, you can kind of just like reply back and be like, hey, if you want to contest it, just like write some words here. And maybe that's like maybe that's not good enough. But like you can like if I get a traffic my, my... ticket, I can like in the in the in the reply online, I can go to New York City and I can be like, no, like that was wrong. Think... This is this, and like they'll throw it out if it was BS. And it's like I didn't need a lawyer. I didn't need you know. I didn't need all that. Right? I, th I think the track traffic ticket is just an example, but there's yeah. a lot of jurisdictions that you can't do that in, right? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Like when when you were driving up to Geneseo, there were a lot of like bumblefuck. Yeah, they probably they might not have the, the infrastructure are, yeah. to do all that. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. And again, um, doing that takes like time and effort, and like you're a like middle-class white guy right like not everybody is um yeah it's curious i mean they're they're i can see the use for it i can also see where it's like that thing's gonna fuck up and especially if there's no lawyer that's giving it oversight um then it's gonna cause some problems maybe but you to point if you limit the the types of cases it works on and you you know keep it to where like the the potential harm done but you're right there'd yeah. probably be like some like hey you're signing it off to this bot we think it's pretty good, but like you can't contest it later if like the bot messes up and we'll give you the output it's going to send. But like you can try it. I don't know. But then I don't know who to agree to it. So I don't know. But maybe they would. Yeah. The, the, the What is the worst case? Like you keep the traffic ticket. Like I have a hard time like talking about that being a problem. But by the way, my understanding of the way it was supposed to set up is it was a like live uh, Google Glass thing where you would be in front of the like the court. And oh, representing would, yourself, and it would be kind of feeding it, you. Uh, it would just tell yeah. you what to say. So, like, you're still saying it in your own words and stuff. But that's part of why. Yeah, but like, who's gonna in real time? Like, you're reading off a prompt at that point. You don't have time to think about it, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. You're yeah. reading off a prompt. 
right yeah i mean the, the guy whose company it was i can't remember the name of the company at this point um you know he'd post on twitter like he'll give a million dollars to whoever lets him like lets his bot argue a supreme court case <laughs> see okay now, now obviously i'm on your side will about like <laughs> hey, I this. but like again like like bullshit like like tax on the working man kind of like violations and whatnot have an ai fight it like there's no there's no downside uh except that again it would it would step in on other people's grift which is why like you know nope yeah i feel like the easier thing to do would be to not yet. Anyway, hey, soon enough they won't. E- you won't even be able to know whether or not like some computer is feeding you lines. What do you mean? I don't know, like subdermal communication to you through an implant or is that, radio some- is that something that's? Uh... I'm making up sci-fi tech that seems near future. Okay, fair enough. I think I think a far more realistic thing is that like you know via deep fakes and like Chat GPT, um, like my presence at this podcast. Oh, right. Could be completely automated. Completely. Yeah. Completely. 100%. Well, let's let's get. Why stop there? I mean, imagine uh, we're simulating tens of millions of the three of our AIs having these. uh, (laughs) I mean, how many hours do we have recorded at this point, guys? Yeah. uh, uh, And then going over the same set of articles, and then we just pick out the best one and then just launch that podcast. Yeah. I mean, we we certainly have enough uh video at this point recorded jim to feed into a, a deep fake um like to, to create deep fakes of the three of us like uh, we, definitely, it, we, we definitely do but that's video um, when you talk about like audio and what you're well, going to say and all no, that, no. Like... I, I think you could probably take like the full trans the zoom transcripts of enough of that and like train up some bots on them and be like like describe this article in the voice of jim describe this article in the voice of brian right um have them argue with each other yeah, I mean, I mean, that is a, I don't know, it's probably something we could do. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably look at no guys. <laughs> yeah, probably... Then we wouldn't have to do so many podcasts. We could just release them. Like, yeah, that's like way no, easier. That, that that feels that feels like something pretty attainable. What was it that one of you guys linked? So, um, oh, sorry, it's somewhat unrelated. So, what are you going to say, Brian? Uh, a, a, a Facebook uh, a friend of mine, artist, uh, just posted um, a Chat GPT thing that I thought was interesting. Where she's like, "Yeah, I this morning I was." like feeding idea prompts with chat GPT and then fed them into mid journey for images. And then, and then here's me painting based on that image. And she shows the, like the original, the, what the text that was fed into chat, the, the image that mid journey created, and then the, her finished image, and then the, the video of her painting it. And I'm like, that's awesome. Um, What a, what a great mixed use of different tools um, that ultimately ends uh, with a human. That's cool. Um, you should. One of you linked a like a service where you can basically write out a game you want. And well, oh, that was that. I mean, that was similar to that that Twitter thread that I posted. Yeah. Well, there was a the guy who who again very similar to that, but not somebody that I personally know. Um, used described how they used the interaction between a couple of different AIs to generate ideas for a game. <clears throat> um, uh, mechanics, uh, uh, cards, um, like mechanics and like rules, text and stuff. And then ultimately made like art, found an art style for the game and then generated a bunch of cards for a drafting game. So again, it's like, but like each of those people are feeding into each other and deciding which things to to go with and acknowledging that like a lot of the stuff the AI did was really crappy, but then we found these things and then Rift and did that. And it's like, it's crazy. 
That was pretty nuts. I um I had it right a script to connect into my Gmail and pull the body of the last email and feed that into ChatGPT to <laughs> produce a response. Like how, how how much of my work can I can can I be uh, can I automate? Um, so so what like you have like, like a, a reply and a reply with ChatGPT and it would like. <laughs> Just insert something well, like, "Wow, I, mean, I like it. Ship it. Like, send it. Yeah, that sounds well, good." Well, yeah. Like, how 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 much of how much time would I get back if I just had to be the editor of those responses? Um, yeah, and there, like, there's tons of things like it would have no idea how to answer, right? But there's lots of things that, right? Like, yeah, it's it's probably it's, not the way that I would write it, but it, it's that's, good. It's not it. That's not inaccurate. It's good at slamming out mundane things. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, though. Um, yeah, and like, it's amazing for like, I had it write a script that I spent a week trying to write for like some chargeback modeling for a customer. How long did um, they get to do it? Like 10 seconds. And was it like, was it good? Was it usable? Yeah, it was usable. Oh, wow. I, I, just, just against an older version of our API because it um it stopped training in two, uh, 2021, uh, right? Like its data set was, is older than, but like against that version of the API it works. Uh, how do you, how do you request it to do code? I've never. Can you just, you just say write code that does this thing. Yeah. Oh wow! And, th- and then you say rewrite that in PowerShell instead of Python. Yep. And then it'll do them do it in PowerShell. It's like okay, here's how you do it. Here's it in PowerShell. And then it's like cool, thank you. Let me go test this thing. <laughs> it's no, it's it's ridiculous. It's like, it's because like I suck at coding, and every time I want to do something, I have to like look it up. I'm like oh, fucking, how do I do this? And then it's like something that took me a week. It took ten seconds. I just told it exactly what to write in plain t- plain language. It's gonna be interesting in the sense that um. How are you able to be that specific in a request for a like a script, or is it you just have a very? I, I was like, like write write a case. basically is write a script that pulls the capacities of all volumes on the array, then create groups of uh, volumes based on commonality of letters of consecutive letters, um, then um, then sum the capacities of all volumes within those groups, huh. and I was like, okay. I can do that, and it did. Yeah, Change crazy. the language. <laughs> I, I, and then I, and Change it was in PowerShell. Python. Okay. Yeah, and it was in, it was in Python. I was like, cool, make that in PowerShell now, so I can give it to this customer who is a PowerShell guy. And that was GPT, right? Yeah. Nuts. And then tell them like, if this breaks, like this this is a sample code. <laughs> do, not, do, do, do not run this in your environment. This is just how, this. Is Please uh, also put disclaimer that uh, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. do not <laughs> use in production. Yeah. Did you remember? Oh, to no, but no, no, no. The really cool thing is after it does that. Um, I just was like, explain this code to me and it will tell you everything that everything is doing. Like, here's why I'm typing this line. Here's why I'm like, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, so what's, what I think is interesting because I, I do think ChatGPT, like, I think that these large language models are going to take so many white collar jobs, Oh yeah. Um, but what is interesting about it is in the same way that things like Dolly or Midjourney give non-artists access to create things that they normally wouldn't be able to create like i have no artistic talent but i have ideas in my head that i want to like see and via these tools i can now see those things um chat does kind of the same thing for me a little bit with code where i'm like i have this it doesn't sound I, like I, a little bit it sounds like a lot well i mean it's not going to be able to do really complex things right like well, sure. simple scripting it's going to be able to do because i can like in a couple you know, sentences describe what I want the output of the script to be, um, or the goal of the script to be. But um, yeah, it, it gives me access to things that otherwise I wouldn't have access to. 
in at, at, at Turbine, we, we always had a joke about when we would hand a spec off, just be like, just implement the spec. Um, and maybe soon we'll have AIs that can do that. Um, I mean, that'd be crazy. I mean, you're, you're basically, I mean, so, so, so one thing I wouldn't bet the AI to do is like, to Will's point, there's, there's like layers of, of coding, right. And, and like super practical, like edge layers of scripting feel like that's like sweet spot for it. Um, oh yeah. Like and, data manipulation and stuff. Right. I, I'm on the edge. I, 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 I might be able to understand code, but I'm not a person who writes it all day, but I know enough to be able to know how, what to ask it. And I know enough to be able to then when it, I see it, I'm not just like, I don't even know any, like, you're like, okay, I, I, I understand that you're around. I think it's going to enable people to, to get a lot further and enable a lot more coding around them without having to really dive in because there's kind of a barrier there. I mean, syntax, all that kind of stuff. It, it's, it's annoying. And there's multiple languages and they got all these special rules around the end. It's like, you know, you can get lost in the sauce on that pretty easily when when all you want to do is a few very simple things that like for anyone who knows those languages are like, God, that's like three seconds of my work. But like the the the, the barrier to, to even be able to get to the point where that's only three seconds is 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 high. Right. Especially if that's not your main job. So so it's really cool how that can bridge those two and allow people to to basically get access to code um, and, and any kind of, literally any type of job. I mean, I can't think of a single job. Um, where you're, I guess I should say, I can't think of a single job where you're in front of a computer where where you couldn't find a use for something like that, right? Everyone can always use some type of automation anywhere, so. Even just saying like, you know, hey, give me the Excel formula to do this thing because yeah. like I'm working in Excel and I want to like yeah. manipulate my data a little bit. Like I want to manipulate our fucking Christmas list. Like give me, you know, you know, how do I make, how do I do some if I don't know how to do some, right? Like I want to add these two things. How do I do that? Like it'll tell you like really simple things. Um, but yeah, it, it is exactly what you say, right? It, it allows people who kind of know what to ask for, but don't have the tools in their tool, you know, in their toolbox to work. It gives them, gives them access to all this now. And then it takes their job. I mean, it depends now. on, yeah, it, that's always the, like, uh, <laughs> what are you doing with that? I guess is to your point. Well, if, if, if your job doesn't require, you know, critical thinking, then, um, I don't know, your job is likely to be at risk. And if your job does require critical thinking, uh, it better require um, critical thinking that I, that's too easy to say can't be automated, but uh, critical thinking that 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 um, doesn't follow a predictable like flowchart, right? Or, I think what will happen is that instead of needing a hundred yeah. support engineers, now I only need yeah. ten. Yeah. Right. Yes. And so, like, yes, support it's, engineer it's... will exist as a job, but ninety percent of them will go away. And and it'll be a mix of like super specific knowledge and like managing AIs. Like when we yeah. say that, do you see there's a world where all of the access to code and all the access to all this allows, and maybe it's not in the same ratio, but but allows for you know if if we slash ninety percent of support for companies that we can effectively backfill with like ten x the amount of companies that are out there. No. Okay. So I was thinking about this, um, like what happened, you know. Now, because like the, the idea is that any kind of technological revolution, yeah, it costs jobs in the short term, but it essentially allows those people to go do things that are more productive for society, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I, like I think this might be a weird inflection point where like that stops happening. <laughs> we're, 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 at, we're at a like, no, no, there's just going to be like the people in the com company and like, the upper upper class and then there's going to be a lower class like it's, it's always poverty, and that's it. it's always possible we go careening into a sci-fi dystopian future it's 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 always possible i mean like on the one hand each time there's a new tech 
people reconfigure, but every time there's change like that, there's always pain, right? Change equals pain, right? So like that happens. Um, but so far we haven't fallen to a dystopia, arguably. <laughs> and we'll see whether or not this one goes fast enough. I mean, the world changes faster every year. It wasn't like that a hundred years ago. And we have, we, it is unprecedented what will come next. Yeah, it'll, it'll be we interesting. Get to see it. My, yeah, my, my, we get to see it. Yeah, my prediction is that these large language models within five years will take hundreds of thousands of jobs, if not more. Definitely. Um, so in theory, the productivity is still there. Yeah. Right. It's just oh, not yeah, the yeah, labor. They, so I mean, really like all I we need like, is I'm not an AI tax. Absolutely. <laughs> no, well, there was, a, there was an interesting you know? um, idea about like, should you have to pay That's a certain, like, like for every job that your automation takes, should you have to pay taxes based on that as like the owner of the company? That's like at best a short-term solution though. There's no way. That, oh, like... That's long-term, that scales. Well, and... yeah, like it funds like a UBI type thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, the problem is, is it's one of those things that like some countries won't implement. I mean, if we're in, if we're in waving magic wand territory, yes, I'm all in. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're, we are, we are very firmly in waving magic wand territory yeah, where right. you know i have a fucking really i have a fucking ai bot that just wrote me a whole bunch of code yeah oh, that, sure that, yeah like, i guess that's fair <laughs> that's pretty fucking magic wand to me okay, Brian, I mean, if you want by the end of this call i'll have a painting of you waving a magic wand okay <laughs> True. Um, um, but i i i think what you were saying was interesting jim at least you know like the productivity goes some like people do other things instead the the cost of that department like goes down. So the money gets spent elsewhere on other things, right? Like all, all these things happen and like people transition, there's change. It's hard because the amount of livelihood some people are going to make is going to go down by a lot. Right. But then what happens next? Yeah. If it, if it tips too much where there is no readjustment. Yeah. Um... Like wealth inequality is bad right now, but it's not like apocalyptic and We'll see if it doubles a couple more times and we can really have uh, Elysium. I mean, I can see every call center job going away or like, you know, 90% of call center jobs going away. Yeah. Yes. Um, Anything that you're basically just reading a script for anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good amount of, that's a good amount of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I could see like most secretaries or like, you know, administrative assistants or, um, you know, the, the receptionists or whatnot um, largely going away as well. Like how fucking good would it be for me to, you know, instead of, uh, instead of having to call my doctor's office and speak to a receptionist to get the information that I need, just like chat their chat bot and be like, Hey, can you refill my prescription for this thing? Or, Oh like, God. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, or like, Hey, can you make me an appointment for as soon know, as to, possible? Yeah. To <laughs> whatever with this stuff. I'd much rather do that. I mean, the, the reason that I use NYU is so that I can use my chart to like make my appointments online. So I don't have to call anybody when I need a doctor appointment. So if I can just automate way more of those things or like not automate, but like take people out of that cycle, I would do those. I mean, they'll answer any time of day. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but I think Brian, like or, we, we saw with just, I mean, it's, it's way of magic one, but like we, we solve it. Like we would solve any, you know, wealth gap problem just we would just tax more and tax more and tax more and we would do wealth distribution that, I mean, that would, I don't know if that would ever happen, but like you can curb like 
infinite productivity is not a bad thing if if you spread the wealth right <laughs> like like it's it's not a bad thing at all if you actually spread it out right so yeah productivity going up is is a net good thing right, right? oh like that's right. just a good thing right um it, the, well, the problem is is like if it still makes the same amount of money for the business owners but then they don't have to pay salaries so they just get more money like that becomes problematic right right hyperactivity is generally good it's the where the where the wealth is going but if we can just fix that more productivity is only better right? too much economics well i the, the, to, to to your point we haven't seen the flip we've seen the wealth gap get worse and worse but um i i the wealth gap it's problems not, today don't even feel like they're necessarily technology problem they feel like they're literally just we just don't tax more because we've decided not to tax more they don't feel like they're an insurmountable problem right now even though it's getting more so um right right it's something that has natural like pressure valves and stuff right i mean right. natural sometimes violent pressure valves but this is a new future that is involving something right that this is, could like rocket that like atom- way faster and and cause a, a you know, causes to jump into a space where all of a sudden the uber wealthy um, just got a little too greedy. No one was paid attention. And they're like, wait, how many of us are there? They're like, oh, there's seven of us. It's like, oh, oh, <laughs> we need more of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need a lot more. There's a uh, 300 million we, we only people to, outside. In, in other words, we only have to truly worry if uh, if the like kill drones get strong enough simultaneously where where seven people can run the entire world and and cannot be militarily uh 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 dealt with i don't know did you see the uh the video of the like the robot dogs oh god no please no the robot dogs are uh... like the, the the surveillance robot dogs like with their fucking cameras on their face it's no good <laughs> it's like this is how it starts <laughs> um well i mean I don't know. Also, like facial recognition is getting fucking crazy. So, oh right, wasn't there that article about when you put that article up? Of well, people keep getting thrown out of uh, uh, yeah, Square Garden, um, like lawyers for um, lawyers for firms that are suing Madison Square Garden (laughs) are being thrown out of Madison Square Garden because they're all like like facial recognition. I guess they're pulling. they're they're pulling like headshots or whatnot from like LinkedIn or from and from, they're on like a blacklist. Yeah, and they're blacklisted. So when Madison Square Garden, who does facial recognition for everybody who enters, like flags it, they throw them out. They and find they them can't. and they literally escort them out. Yep. Yeah, it's happened to like six lawyers at this point. Um, the, the thing and that they're I'm like, con- we don't even fucking. We're not even working on the case. I have no idea what's going soon, on with your case. Yeah, like, like this is a little much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it's like yeah, well your firm is so get the fuck out. Isn't, like, their name on the, isn't their name on the ticket that that's the thing i'm confused by no like, they just look at their face they just look at their face my, my name's not on tickets like, what? yeah but brian what do you need a name on tickets just they, they get a picture of your face yeah also i i don't know if i've ever bought a ticket that has my name on it yeah like for madison square garden anyway like for small ah. venues they do but like there's lots of games like also i go to like lots of things where i'm just given tickets um yeah but it's and like Madison Square Garden is not apologetic or like trying to sugarcoat anything. They're just like, no, uh, they're trying to sue us. Fuck them. They can get the fuck out. Like that's like official comment. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Dude, this is like. <laughs> yeah. It's on their Twitter. Yeah. Like it, that's basically what it is. Um, you're describing like what would happen if the mob figured out how to use AI. You know, that's what, you're, that's what I feel like you're saying. <laughs> I mean, it, it's yeah, it's one of those things where it's like. How much is too much? Like that feels that feels dystopian. 
I mean, they were already doing it. Well, but, well all they have to do is drop the lawsuits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Yeah, that 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 feels like you're. I don't know. MSG needs to be like antitrusted or something. Like, no, you're not allowed to have all these. You're not, you're not allowed to run all of this uh this entertainment now. Well, I'm, su- I'm surprised they can't. Um, I'm sure there's like a lawsuiter in there because like if you purchase the tickets legally, I'm sure there's like something you can protest and push back or whatever. I'm right? sure in their EULA or like their terms of service yeah. in their in their like ticket. we have a, we have the ability to kick you out for any yeah yeah and okay. like and you're a fucking lawyer you should have read that yeah. yeah but but we all know <laughs> that like there's like a what's that term where like the the legalese in a contract is like not like it's not legal like it doesn't matter like unreasonable there's like a, there's like a there's like stuff in there that's like yeah yeah okay sure you signed it but like this is unreasonable so obviously it's not enforceable like uh yeah M- msg's official comments are so like blunt and strong yeah. that like they absolutely believe that they are legally in their right to do this and maybe they're also like you know yeah. you know six people being kicked out is not but you're kicking out lawyers i don't know anyways that is you're interesting. kicking out the people most likely to sue you, right? If, if you definitely did something. <laughs> there you go. That, <laughs> maybe, I, I maybe. Know. Like that's why I always wonder. Like a lawyer takes on cases, but like, uh, you know, would you expect kicking out lawyers to be the people most passionate to sue? You know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a really stupid idea by them. I guess we'll find out. But yeah, I mean, this is like the the prevalence of things like facial recognition going into like all of the mundane places where you'd never really expect to be bothered with it and it's just like infecting all these places like there, there has to be there has to be regulation on the stuff like certain companies aren't allowed to use it or something like you know only only like law enforcement agencies or something like that are allowed to use yeah, but I, I don't even know that i want law enforcement agencies to use facial recognition we'll wait to see what europe does and then and then wish that we could follow them <laughs> yeah like border control i think maybe that's the only one that i want because i i do like going like going back through uh through customs and it's just like fucking scans your face and like yep that's your passport you're good like do you have a whole shitload of money like nope it's like cool thank you welcome Bye-bye. back to america yeah exactly okay well that was a tangent we took a left turn there um get us back on track jim that's your job you're the mc sure let's go mick carrick mc carrick mc carrick let's go to uh your story brian justin Royland. Oh, my story. Whoa! Well, uh, my story. Uh, I actually I don't have any of the details pulled up right now, but Justin Royland is getting me tooed. Um, he, uh, I, I, well, I think you had an article up, so so do do correct. Um, uh, he had domestic abuse accusation from uh, activities in 2020, and they've been recently. It's still you know on the way to court or on the way to trial, and uh, the allegations recently came out. Uh, and then once these things start becoming public, uh, the classic Me Too dam has broken and lots of people are speaking up, reaching back at least seven, eight years. Some like pervy, groomery, pedo-y uh, DMs being posted. Who knows what's real or not, but it's the, it feels like one of those flurries of like, oh yeah, this is a bad seed. Um, and Adult Swim um, amongst uh, and uh, his game studio have both parted ways with him, um, and he's awaiting trial. Um, uh, Rick and Morty is going to continue with the next season. They haven't said what they're doing with the voice acting, but they're like, yeah, no, we make too much money from this. The writers are just going to keep writing. Um, and yeah, 
is Dan Harmon still involved in Rick and Morty? Yes. yes. Yeah. So my understanding, know. yeah, there, yeah. My understanding is that Royland has actually largely been separate from the project, except for doing the voices since since about season three. Yeah, they're just going to cycle monster. Yeah, like, yeah, we'll get there's there's a monster and then reformed monster cycle that they have going. So like once Royland like comes back reformed steps, away, be Dan for, yeah, steps away for a few years and comes back Harm, and Harmon can go do some fucked up shit again and then he'll get kicked out and they'll just do this like reformation cycle. I mean I, I've seen I've heard Dan Harmon talk. Granted, I'm sure the guy is always a charismatic convincing person, but he sounded there seemed to be like an awareness, but I mean he still has a job at the end of the day and that is, uh, you know, I don't really know how much punishment the guy ended, actually ended up going through at the, end, at the end of the day. I felt like he never, seems like he's very aware of what happened, but it seems like basically nothing happened to the guy. So that's also kind of shitty. Oh, for, for Harmon? Yeah. Yeah. At least at least with what has been accused publicly when putting them on a scale against each other, this seems way, way, way. Is this like worse. a different magnitude? <laughs> yeah. yeah Har- Harmon sexually uh, harassed like one of his uh, okay. writers. Yeah, at, at least one, um, yeah. but was but very publicly acknowledged and apologized and whatnot. Um, which again, you can take or leave, but 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 we're far from that with with Royland. Um, fun fact: Elon Musk also contributed his two cents. Big no, brain. I'm, sh- I'm sure he did. Galaxy brains. Um, tweeting out. I mean, the, let me just guess: is it unless unless convicted, he should be treated innocent, right? Uh, it wasn't so strong. He just said he is the no. heart of the show, as in that is emphatically like, not true. Um, yeah. Oh, what Elon Musk doesn't know something about yeah. something? Oh yeah, wow! Exactly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just did it. He 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 he's throwing meme hot takes based on um, reading headlines, just like a normal plebe. Yes, basically. Yes. Yeah. So on top of promoting conspiracy theories uh, constantly. And and hyping the voices of some of the worst, you know, offenders in that world, including about Brazil. Yeah, I mean, he was big on the like. This seems really sketchy before uh, the the actual riots. It, he basically is. Um, this is like a a term he, you he, sig- he signal boosts right wing conspiracy theories. Yes, because he's he is attuned to them, like like psychologically or at least culturally, um, and. An awful lot of them are legitimately harmful if signal boosted, like calling into question the legitimacy of elections or um, lies about COVID or things about um, Nancy Pelosi's husband. Pivot. Yep. So let's talk about that. So Paul Pelosi's video was released and the gay lover conspiracy um, seems like it's somewhat broke through but for the most part has remained unchanged i think people are still looking at these videos saying i've still got a lot of questions it's really weird so you think that um seeing the, the video the video yeah i watched it yeah it's fucking crazy yeah yeah so paul pelosi basically summarize it for us asked, you? he so he the these cops come because he was able to call 911 and was super calm on the call just like hey you should come and there's this whole thing about that but then the cops show up because you know but they, they're not coming with an urgency right because the other guy was listening on the phone and found him when he was calling so he couldn't like scream or be like help him being attacked he you know this guy's like trying to keep this clear person who has some mental problems you know calm right so so even when we called oh, 911 gosh. I was like hey maybe you could come here I have someone here who's looking for my wife and uh I think you should just come here I don't think you should be here you know like 
but not like freaking out because he's probably going to just die if, if he does, right? So he's trying to play cool with this this other guy and the cops show up and the door opens and there's a hammer and the, the perpetrator's holding it and he's holding the head of it. And, he, and the cops are like, hey, what's going on? He's like, hey guys, uh, you know, could you maybe, you know, he's just trying to signal like, I'm trying to hold his hammer. And the and 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 then he tries to like make a move, and the guy grabs the hammer and and right off screen and smashes his head, and the cops tackle the guy to the ground. Oh shit! So the video got the actual like well, it's slightly off screen, and and apparently, oh, wow. um, people saw the guy in shorts and think like the conspiracy is that they were both in the oh, underwear when that. the cops showed up, even though he has shoes and socks and shorts on. And they said, well, the hit was done off screen, so we don't really know. And there's some question because of where everyone was standing, who opened the sure. door. Somehow, if Paul Pelosi opened the door, it signals that like he was in control the whole time. And he was holding a beer, which I can imagine if you have this person who is in this state to think breaking into your house to kill your wife is like going to like right the world. You're probably like, hey, let's just cool. I'll, you know, I can imagine every tactic in the world this guy's probably trying to use to just not trigger this other person to going nuts. Right. So like, yeah. yeah. Well, there's also footage of the guy like breaking into his house with the hammer yes 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 which was called out there's this one fox i think it was fox uh, or newsmax i can't remember which and the guy and i think it was fox and one guy's like look they're saying he broke in the house there's no evidence and and the other anchors are like we literally have evidence they released it today we're gonna play it for you right now and he's like what and you literally hear him go well i mean that just that none of that proves anything and you're just like oh my god oh my god it, it, it obviously conspiracy theorists um you know there's you know you can't prove it a sounds negative. like some motivated thinking to me yeah 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 so i think you might have pulled some people back um from the edge on that but largely people are going to conspiracy and elon did this um he- apology where he said i was told i have to apologize so i apologize or something like that like even though even though oh, i'm what? definitely right about this so elon's definitely on the bus that like this was oh, a gay lover and yeah yeah what a little shit we you know the there there's still so many questions we don't know so so really how can anyone say andrew tate will be freed soon (laughs) yeah did you hear did you uh see that the attacker called a like a television station no yeah and like was sorry that he didn't do more damage wait yeah this is like today or yesterday Oh no, he's not free. He was like called from jail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't get more of them. It's my own fault. No one else is to blame. I should have come better prepared. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Like guys, batshit insane. I'm sure he's going to be the next Ashley. Uh, yeah. That, that people's liberties are under attack. This will be the new Kyle Rittenhouse. Well, fucking no. I mean the, the, the Ashley Babbitt thing. Um, what was it? Uh, what her Trump parents are insane. About? Yeah. Who's Ashley Babbitt? She's the person. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, she, she's a person who got killed on January sixth. She got shot trying to crawl through um, oh. a barricade. Sure. Okay. Sure. Whatever. While a um. Yeah. 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 While a federal guard was pointing a gun at her, telling her not to go through there. Sure. 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 Um. Yeah. And when you see the video of them being like, "Don't come! Don't come! I'm gonna shoot! I'm gonna shoot! Don't come!" and they're all just like shoot us and then they sh- you know there's congress people right behind that guy i'm sure right i mean there's a mob of people i don't know i don't think it's the craziest thing that someone pulled the trigger there it is shocking to me to this day that cops did not pull a single trigger anywhere like i don't understand i don't understand not that i 
would have wanted him to kill these people, but I don't understand. When when you think about other situations where people are shot by cops while being unruly, and then you compare it in the magnitude of like the Capitol with Congress there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. like that, that's the part that beggars yes. the image. Yes, that, that's what it, that's what is it is um, like the cops acted on January 6th, how I would want cops to act all in the perpetuity. Time. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Never it, lethal force like, ever. Even when one of your people is literally being beaten to death. Nope. Still no lethal force. It's like, wow, wow. You guys can actually you can do this. You actually know how to do this. Now, the only thing is, I'll say this in their defense. If they'd started using lethal force, I think they would have all gotten killed. Or a whole lot of other people would have probably died, but yeah, yeah, it would have. So been it's in their it's in their best interest not to use lethal force on Republicans. They're all armed. I I I agree that lethal force would not have helped that situation at all. It, they did the right thing. It was just impressive um, that 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 they did that. So in other words, you're complimenting. It's just department. like it's just one of those things. It's like oh, you do know how to do this. I thought you didn't. But you do. You do know how to do this. You know exactly how to do this. Did you see? I thought it was bad training. No, it's not bad training. It's the best training. They're <laughs> actually <laughs> paladins. They're actually paladins. <laughs> you have all the training. Yeah. Did you see Tucker Carlson's uh, Oh God, Ashley Babbitt thing this week? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Why is she? Why is she back in the news right now? Anniversary uh, stuff. Yeah, anniversary of January 6th. Plus, um, so Tucker Carlson. Um, was comparing um what happened to tyree nichols so basically it was like you see all these people crying about police brutality with tyree nichols but like you know ashley babbitt was murdered uh two years ago and her killer walks free her killer like yeah killer is like fucking crazy um yeah to to compare these things but you know false equivalencies ghoulish yeah yeah that's a video that i haven't uh brought myself to watch yet i haven't watched it either i don't yeah yeah probably should nah. uh okay let's get to christ do i have anything in here that's actually we, we, we needed a week of like just good stories we need a week of just like not terrible awful like this world is not a good place stories i mean the two things on my list i thought were positive your boy getting me too'd yep that's definitely no no the the leopard tanks to ukraine sure, oh, let's yeah. talk about that let's talk about ukraine uh, yeah, the 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 Germans. Last week I was going to say something else, but now the Germans have agreed to no longer be blocking leopard tanks going to Ukraine, and they also donated a bunch. Um, and uh, the U.S. even is sending some Abrams over, which my understanding is is more for show than anything. They for infrastructure reasons they really can't be used for uh, quite a while. Um, but it was mainly to be like, hey, the Americans and the Germans are both saying yes at the same time in order to get the Germans to finally say yes. So to fill in some background there, the the the, the, the Germans in there, like the, the Social Democrats and their overall philosophy of never pulling another oopsie again has led them to be very non-confrontational um, with Russia. I mean, the whole Nord Stream 2 was supposed to be about codependence, all these things. Um, so they've dragged their feet um, as much as as anybody in the EU does, um, uh, and the the current issue was about finally allowing real like mainline tanks to Ukraine from from uh, from the UN. I'm sorry, from the EU. Um, and 
uh, Germany uh, supplies the leopard tank to all of, of NATO or the European theater. Uh, most of the countries there use them. And as part of the contracts with Germany to have them supplied, they can't send them any place that Germany says no to. And they'd been saying no, but they finally switched and are even sending some. So Poland was like, we're going to send them even if you keep saying no, Germany, because you know how the Poles love the Russians. Um, so, so yeah. So that has been a big breakthrough um, that happened just, just a couple days ago. Um, and it's really exciting. And um, it's, I feel like I hate like cheering for war, right? Um, but there's kind of like, I don't think NATO wants to beat Russia in Ukraine, but they can't let Ukraine fall either. So it's this really terrible like between point that's constantly being balanced on. Um, but uh, this is a step further in that direction. So in, like leading up to this, a whole bunch of other armored vehicles with turrets were being talked about and being sent. Um, and I went down like a decent depth rabbit hole of um, like, what is a tank? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> because like, you know, it, there were treaties. Like there, yeah, there are treaties that you violate. Yeah, that you violate if you send yeah. battle tanks. So now, um, so now the now the war is about what a tank is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, so it's like, well, what actually is what qualifies a tank? And there's like, you know, definitions for like all the things. It's like, well, does it have to have treads? Like, can, if it has wheels, is it not a tank? It's like, no, actually, it can have treads and a cannon, but it still isn't a tank technically. And it's like, well, like what are, what are all the qualifications? And basically like a battle tank is a tank that can blow up other tanks and maybe survive getting shot by a tank. <laughs> like that's, that is the only definition that matters. And it's like the treaty was written in a way of like, none of this, like you can send whatever you want. Like we can figure out a way to call our tank an airplane. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if it yeah, plays it, an airplane noise, it is an airplane. Yeah, because it's like yeah, you know, people were like posting pictures. It's like you think this is a tank? It's like nope, technically Dude, I, it's a mobile imagine, battle. Like, uh, <laughs> could you imagine if someone soldered on a bunch of wings to fucking a bunch of M1 Abrams and is like, look, we shipped a bunch of airplanes. Yeah. I'm in trouble getting. They're not flight ready yet. It's just they're rolling down the street. <laughs> they're land submarines. <laughs> they're land yeah. submarines. Yeah, it was a. It was, it was a pretty amusing thing where like the net result is everybody's built in enough loopholes and Russia's never honored this anyway. So who gives a shit? So 31 Abram tanks, those are like our good tanks, right? Those are like the tanks that we have that are like. So, yeah, th th that's the thing I was I was referring to. They have so much. So they can't be supported in the European theater. They have and they have very sophisticated equipment that um, the United States doesn't share with anybody else. So they have a lot of infrastructure and they use, I'm sorry, different fuel than um, than the Leopards and the European Union. So they have a lot of what infrastructure. What do they take, 93? Is that what I, it is? I think it was like jet fuel um, <laughs> as opposed to diesel. They do run on a turbine, yeah. Yeah. So And so they like, it's not, it's literally not going to make any difference on the ground in Ukraine. They will not be there. They're just there kind of in theory. Um, but it, again, it was that was the olive branch that got Germany to be like, okay, us and the Americans are doing it simultaneously. Got it. Because the are, leopards, are, are like, the, the leopards in Poland, like today, the Poles are ready to like drive them over to um, Ukraine, and the Ukrainians could already like know how to operate them. But that's not the case with the, with the Abrams. And well, once, Germany, 
Sorry, didn't, didn't mean to. No, that's fine. Once Germany gives the go ahead, that's that. What's interesting to me is like for, I don't know, the first five months, six months of the conflict, tanks were like a serious liability. Like, yes. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if Ukraine having tanks is really that super useful. It seems, so, it seems like a, seems like a liability. So they're, they're, they're far from useless, but you can't use them like the way you would in a World War II strategy game. But Company um, of Heroes is the only way I know how to use yeah, tanks, Brian. Brian. <laughs> um uh also the thing is the 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 season is super important a lot of the uh, calamities that befell the early like convoys and tanks from the russians were from a mix of like infantry being all over the place with their anti-tank weapons which are really quick to get in and the um the soft earth at that time of the year so they had to stay on the roads which is why they bungled up so much big tank on tank well, mainly infantry and artillery with tanks around there also. Movements are going to happen when the ground is either super frozen or um, no longer muddy. So, and that's when waves of Russian conflict uh, conscripts are going to be coming in. Um, so things are going to get dicey um, in uh, probably May. Ancillary uh, effect of global warming. Tanks aren't <laughs> so useful anymore. <laughs> yeah, this winter, things didn't freeze as hard as they were expected to this winter. Um, so the the tanks weren't able, or heavy vehicles, treaded vehicles, and like different you know calibers of artillery and stuff weren't able to move as much as they wanted. So it's literally like everybody's movement value is at like a third. So like, game designer Brian over here, yeah, Brian, like. <laughs> soft terrain movement value slash two here's your two. problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as a result it's every it's kind of wait and see in, in in short getting these tanks and material to ukraine now is going to like and getting it like in hands and and spread around and and and, and integrated is the time and then then we're going to see the russian meat grinder next year or this year yeah i mean russia is uh what is it they're on their third yeah they've like, done their yeah their third what uh conscription round or mobilization well also the the guy in charge of the war um i don't know oh sure yes. I, don't, I don't know what the oh, rank oh, is oh, at this oh, point third, yeah yeah the third general and the third yeah. mobilization yeah we're like this war is fucked we should fire everybody and then I draft mean, so, a whole bunch of people in moscow like so far it's like the the russian textbook right like uh, the playbook right that's kind of this is yeah, Russian playbook. We have more bodies than you have bullets. Yeah, like it's coming. It's fucked. Um, yeah, I guess that's like silver lining on you know kind of a sad story, which is war. But you know, well, sure, silver, yeah. silver linings. I mean, you know, each... it's all we it's all we got at this point. Yeah, does this mean uh, Putin gets to say he was right? NATO is going to attack him. Like, is this like play into his no, crazy theory? That that is wrong now, and basically has always been wrong. But I would completely agree that Russia and NATO are engaged in a proxy war. I think that 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 is clearly the case. Um, and like that's an example of Russian propaganda that I think is accurate. And when uh, NATO or, or or anybody in the EU kind of tries to say otherwise, I, I, they're they're I don't think they're they're accurate. I don't know. We had like forty years of relative stability while engaged in proxy wars yeah with, exactly with russia so you know it's not like not like that can't work um okay um so i think the last time we talked uh they found more documents yeah Biden. 
and and pence this time and, and, and pence yes and now now you don't hear anything about fucking document stores i i didn't think um pence would i thought pence is like um dropped from i thought like he's dead to, to everyone like does he stop clout on the right he's gonna dude, dude's gonna run for president yeah um he's gonna get that evangelical vote because even the evangelicals have uh abandoned trump have they yeah i was yeah. let's Let's we'll see. There's there's yeah. a lot of time between now and the. Oh no, primary. they'll come. They'll come back if he wins the primary. But, but they're not going to back him in the primary. You're saying okay. No, they'll back DeSantis or probably not Pence, but they'll back DeSantis. Hmm. Apparently, Florida has a rule um, that you can't. You have to resign from your like state office in order to run for um, a different <laughs> office. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I read something. I have no. I have no idea if this is true or not. I read it on Twitter today. But like apparently in March we will find out if for sure if uh, DeSantis is running because he will have to either resign um, his governorship or he will uh, have to get his state legislatures to repeal that law. Oh well, I think we've established that he's capable of that. So law currently says that any officer who qualifies for federal public office must resign from office he or she presently holds, and if the terms or any part of thereof run concurrently with each other. Um, yeah, I feel like DeSantis is just going to literally in. in ignore all that and then just let let just tie up a bunch of courts while he does it but but maybe maybe i mean do, do we all still think he's running yeah of course he is it says he can't run for a third consecutive term so yeah oh, well, i mean he, he just he just won oh I know. last year that's true but <laughs> but it would cut him short for sure yeah i mean maybe um, see if he's gonna take the, a shot yeah the, the only win in that debate that uh chris had was asking him if he was going to actually run, like, complete his term for governor, and the as, as governor, <laughs> DeSantis wouldn't answer. <laughs> yeah, he like just he just didn't say anything. Like he just kept getting asked. He was like, I, 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 "I have the right to I have the right to remain silent." <laughs> I'm going to plead uh, the fifth. It's like, sir, you're not under oath. Like, <laughs> you don't have to like plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, Brian, you want to talk about this D D thing? Oh, sure. Um, I don't remember where the OGL plotline was last time, but um, there was backlash after this uh, new yeah. this version came out, and there was now like talks of them fixing it. Okay, so they 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 put out the uh, the OGL 1.0 and like a fact and stuff, and they're like, all right, here we go. This is this is our better attempt at it. The other thing was a draft. It was it was always a fake. That that wasn't real. This is the this is the real draft, and we want your feedback. And then like. Basically a week, they were like, it's going to be up for three weeks of feedback. And about a week later, they're like, okay, we heard your feedback. You hate everything about this. Um, we're going to backtrack all of it. They are now, there's no, they're the new, they're promising at least, because we still don't see the 1.3 OGL, that they literally pulled a 180 on everything that they were trying to do. So there's no more VTT restrictions. Um, they're leaving the OGL 1.0a alone which means anybody can publish anything for anything and there's just no question of royalties or even need to, to report to them in any way um and and they've put um five e's like basically player's handbook like the srd the system reference document um into creative commons so like the one the actual creative commons that like open source so software uses and whatnot so like you could see it up there right now like it's a pdf up there um and they're like yep we fucked up. Are they so, going? This sounds like above and beyond. Yes. Like um, this doesn't sound like just retracting back to to correct. start. Yes, they they went a step further. Wow. They got 
a lot of backlash. Fucking nerds. But so after their money. this, <laughs> including, including, and, but not limited to me, uh, <laughs> I said, I sent my survey results in. <laughs> no, I, I'm surprised that you were, you wanted them to repeal it. Like, no, go further. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to honestly, it probably would have been better for us if they didn't backtrack. Um, but uh, I have heard um, that, well, one of the things that the angry nerds uh, uh, did was specifically target D&D Beyond subscriptions because somebody, WotC is very leaky because as you can imagine, there are a number of people inside WotC who fucking despise everything about this. Um, it was leaked that the PMs were basically looking at the subscriber numbers to D&D Beyond as the metric for like, hey, people are bitching, but they're not actually canceling subscriptions, so everything's fine. So people started canceling their subscriptions, including Dave. Um, and then uh, supposedly they lost 100,000 subscriptions. Holy. Um, that's a lot of subscriptions. Yeah. So I, I'm actually curious how many they, they have. I, I, yes, yes. All these things are, are very relevant, but the, the the tone change over the course of a month went from like basically fuck you to hey we're all in this together to everything we did was wrong we're 100 changing it and we're actually going to release on the creative commons now so i don't know what's true about what really happened to any of their subscription numbers um but it, I, it was a complete reversal wizards is the leakiest ship right i mean yeah. nobody's gonna there were so many YouTube videos I saw. It's like all all the leaks I've gotten so far. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, Hold so. on. There's three live streams of this board. Yeah. Hold on. Which one do I want to sign into? No. That's wild. Who do you think? Like, do you think the team that originally thought this up? You think they're like, so uh, this was a good idea, right? Like, this was like all all that happened was they lost, right? The company lost. People won, but the company lost, right? Like, there's no net benefit to the company at all, unless somehow releasing all this enables more adoption in some way in some other way they make money but like as far as like what they own and what they can control they just gave up more than what they started with yeah they stopped the they they, they applied the tourniquet yeah um right. I, I i saw at least one funny reddit thread of, of somebody claiming that like yeah I, i'm in like community relations like and like like i've seen meetings like this like you have to you have to go all the way i mean this was obviously pushed down from corporate and corporate's now like nope 100 reverse Cor corporate just is like figuring out where like how far can they turn that capitalism knob and yeah. like oh we turned it a little too far someone sneezed and like jammed yeah. it to the right and they're like no 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 yeah. no no no, no. Exactly. it was on it was on like 75 yeah they tried to turn it to like 82.6 and it turned out like 82.1 was the right right setting what are you gonna do all right well then all's good uh yeah I mean, again, we'll see what happens when the one three really comes out. Um, but yeah, I was I surprised mean, to it, see an Axios li uh, link about it, like an article about it. I'm like, fucking Axios, what do you do? Like, <laughs> I don't understand what your specialty is at this point. <laughs> like, you you were just politics. This is nothing to do with like why. Do you just have a lot of nerds on your staff that play D and D? <laughs> That's definitely like, it. Well, there's definitely it. <laughs> like, why is I mean, they're all talking about it? Like, like I, fine. I listened to an NPR thing on it. Like it, it got everywhere. I mean, like the nerds got real mad. NPR, I get though. Like there are a lot of like esoteric things that are on sure, NPR. Sure, I guess that's right? fair. Like fucking Axios is like Trump article, Biden article, Trump article, Biden article, D and D. 
Like what? Like, what is <laughs> what is this? Fucking, one of these things not like the other. Um, okay, and I one more thing to throw out there is the the Facebook's decision to let Trump back on. Um, because why not? I guess at this point, that one makes no I sense. Love, I love that they're like, yeah, we're like setting up special infrastructure just for him. Yeah, is it like trying to keep up with Musk? <laughs> they're trying to outdo each other. We're losing all this revenue. You know who is the most engaged user we will ever have? Yeah. The fucking Trump fan. I mean, they laid off a bunch of people. What, like 10,000 recently, something like that? There's some pretty high number, right? Um, I can't imagine Meta's doing very well. Um, Oh, like the, like the, sorry, not the company. Yes. Yes. The group, the group, the group that's doing the VR, everything. Um, I don't know. Is this, is this, is this like a way to, I mean, it's always to drive more money, but is it, is it, do you think there's anything about this that's political? To Zuckerberg, do you think it's purely like I need more money? Bring Trump back? No, it's it's probably political. It's probably so that when they have to go in front of shitty Republican Congress, they aren't as hated. You think this is a move ahead of like the um because you have the you have the right wing, um, the far right who you know who does rail against big tech, right? Obviously in a different way um than maybe you or I might, but but they do rail against them. And this would be the thing they would bring them in front of a committee for so you think it's literally just i'm gonna get ahead of it now i don't have to like go to washington i mean that's that's my thought yeah i, I have no it's reasonable maybe you take one point less of damage <laughs> at the committee with this as as a shield but yeah zuckerberg's just gonna show up in a fucking maga hat <laughs> to his congressional <laughs> hearings yeah yeah that's uh that's probably smart of him didn't they do didn't I this mean, happen when biden like... got elected didn't didn't the social media companies do a bunch of shit when biden got elected like get more aggressive on things after Biden got elected. So like, oh no, someone's in government who's actually going to like. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I, I figure at least part of the calculus on Meta is like, like it's not like there's an active insurrection going on right now. And if he starts again, we'll be ready this time. I mean, they literally announced they're they're like building infrastructure specifically to handle him. We have fourteen thousand GPUs running. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> I wonder if he's really going to post. Has he even started posting yet? Like, is are they even using it? Or are they are they are they continuing their like truth social, like taking my ball and going home? Like, as far as I understand, that's still going on. Yeah, I mean, he he has a, an interest in truth in truth social, right? Yeah. Apparently, truth social is only snake oil like advertisements at this point because oh no, sure, like super vitamins yeah, and stuff. Yeah, because no actual company will advertise on truth social, so hey, it's money. all just fucking. Alex Jones, uh, um, you know, rhino horn testicle pills or whatever the fuck gets advertised there. Money's money. However you want, need to own the libs, own the libs that way. Um, yeah, I I saw that. I don't know if you guys watched that video that made a compelling argument for Trump never wanted to win. And this time he's he's going to try to make sure to find that sweet spot of not quite winning. Right. Um, Grifting. The he's not doing a very good job of it because he hasn't really been in the news much like that in any positive like controlling the narrative sort of way um, yeah, why isn't he doing like isn't it campaign time why isn't he campaigning well the document thing easy. Fi- fucking was killing him for a little while um the best thing that happened was the biden yeah, documents like that's the best thing that happened to him because it like destroys the political capital for indicting him for it i still think he gets indicted for it it's just oh yeah like it becomes um it a doesn't... far grayer area for the in the general public. Right. The the legality of it is is completely separate from the optics of it. Yeah. Um, and, and the optics is over. I had a good run. 
there was a lot of momentum. And then it turns out that everybody who has ever handled classified documents has them in their house. Yeah, just misplaces them. Uh, right. Yes. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he stole them. There's a different, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, again, right? again, it's not even worth going over. Yeah. We've established yeah. in the court of public opinion, they're the same as, as each other. And it really depends which court do you really care about? Do you care about Justin Roiland's court of public opinion or the actual legal court to see whether or not he's guilty? <laughs> yeah. That's like a critic score versus user score on tomatoes, Brian. They can, yeah, uh, exactly. they can uh, be very different at times. <laughs> I have never looked at the user score uh, for, for, or like, uh, yeah, for Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not surprised thought, by about that at all. Well, yeah, I thought that, that is the valid one. Is, uh, aren't those like opposite of each other for like the two last Star Wars movies, like Last Jedi and Rise yeah, of I mean, Star you have the ability for like Uber fans at scale to like really promote a movie or bomb a movie. Yeah, um, like the, the, like She Hulk or like the, um, what was that? Uh, the teenage Marvel show. That people fucking I don't know hate. they loot they like hate it right? no there was another one um, oh Miss Marvel yeah that gets got like review bombed where like the critics are like it's pretty good and it's like twenty percent or something because people just yeah because you know you made a show with a female protagonist right right and she's not and, swooning and, over and, a guy and, constantly so and male comic book nerds cannot abide <laughs> that shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no easier way to trigger them. All all oh, universes yeah. can possibly exist in comics, and like that's okay. Think people can die, they can come back to life. That's fine. Women cannot be the but main they, But they were the in the story. comics. Like if you go into these alternate realities, like everyone's been everything in these comics, right, Brian? Yeah, it's it, yes. Those are probably just not like true canon ones or true to like true. Men, there yeah, there is no in in comics. When we're talking about the big characters who've been around forever, as far as I'm concerned, there's no real canon. There's only head canon. It's yeah. like looking at the Bible. Like you just get to pick what set of stuff from it that you want to count and just ignore the other stuff. Right. Cause you someone's cannot. written some crazy alternate reality something where they've been something else. Right. And, and even what multiverse is defined as changes from time to time, anyways. So it's just, it, it's just, just do whatever you want. Right. My Except. Opinion except right well yeah i understand that they can accept a multiverse with near infinite possibilities but the idea that one of them elena and i watched half of the first episode and thought it sucked so we didn't watch it (laughs) elena's like fucking this is what you get for making a woke yeah exactly that's woman lawyer show that's what the was she really that bad is that is that actually a bad show i haven't seen that no i mean i heard it was okay she heard it was okay Oh. Again, we, like, we I, I don't episode. think it was great, but I heard it was okay. Yeah, but you think like most Marvel is okay, and I, I like most Marvel, so I'd probably think it was like, better than okay, wouldn't I? Um, it's it's a little goofy, and it ends up being very fourth wall breaking. Oh, uh, well, too is, much. Which, which again is actually canon. Like She Hulk, when she does her lawyer run, they that comic strip did like was known for fourth like, wall stuff antics. Up, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a superhero lawyer defending superheroes in open court right it's yeah it's kind of a joke. yeah 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 yeah. it's yeah. all ridiculous yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There, that's here we are now we've that's, taken it to its logical yeah, conclusion that's, that's not any more ridiculous than any of the rest of the ridiculousness <laughs> like i don't fucking <laughs> so she has things with daredevil for instance because like daredevil matt murdoch or whatever yeah he was uh, a but... he's a lawyer right yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah but he's not outed right so is there a universe that exists where daredevil can see i'm sorry can see 
like where no. he isn't blind, I mean, so he I mean, doesn't have any weaknesses. I, I, I'm a not a, I'm not <laughs> enough of a comic nerd to, to know the answer to that one, but I certainly don't know of one. Adam, when you listen to this, <laughs> please comment, Adam. Yeah, below. Please let me know if there's a Daredevil universe where. I mean, there must be. It's such like the ironic twist, but th- that'll be the version of him that's like. But, but he can't hear. Down or something. <laughs> he no, he, no, it'll be him like washed up, right? Yeah. Or like in, in Superman's dystopian future where he's like taken over. Superman gave him his eyes back. Yeah, exactly. The world doesn't need you anymore. You can have these Oh, wait, back. sorry. Sorry, different different, different um, comic book series. I might get in trouble. It's oh, right. Sad. You're crossing over. You're crossing over, Brian. You can't do that. There actually was a crossover. That was fun. I cannot imagine not a licensing agreement they needed to sign to make that happen. Um, yeah, I see on the Hulk, uh, She-Hulk, average thermometer. 80% average audience score 33%. Oh, I was just on Last Jedi, which had a similar s- spread. Last uh, Jedi is so fucking good, though. Yeah. What did Last it's Jedi like, get? It's like a 40, 41% audience, like 90-something percent. Yeah, because it was a good movie. Yeah. Every Jeez. time we talk about Last 40... Jedi, it goes up in my ranking of like all Star Wars <laughs> things. If we talk about it more, well, it's going to be yeah. like best movie of all time. <laughs> I would say generally I understand the hate, but I, I I quite liked it. Although there were some individual parts of it that that really did not. The cow milk, I um was not a fan of. I don't know. What the casino thing? Whatever, just take the casino. Thing oh, the, the casino the plot. Yeah, they could have yeah, shorted it up or that, like yeah. Like, like I I I get it, but it also sucked. <laughs> it was just yeah. a bit yeah. much and a, and a bit much. It's like they needed something. And uh, it just wouldn't feel like the heart was in it for that one. It's like, oh, this will be a cute thing on the side. But it was just like a... Needing to show the, like, underbelly of, like, the arms dealers that that do this for everybody and how downtrodden people are, right? Like, that message didn't need to be done shittily, which is what the casino planet was. It was just done shittily. (laughs) Both, like, not just the pacing. (laughs) So, like, and I just want to be clear. I know this. None of this matters because I, I'm with you know. Will had converted me a long time ago. I think it's a really good movie. But like the animals they released, it's not like they took them off planet. They're just like down the block. Like I never understood that part. Like they're right there. Yeah, it's details like that that like they're free now. I'm like, no, they're gonna be back no, in their cages in like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes they're gonna be back. Maybe other ones understand. will. Maybe they'll they will run free and other ones will, or they'll just run into the water. It just like, it felt like uh yeah. Great ideas, and I get the point. Right, right, but it, but it was, it felt like too. I hasty. will zip it if I ever, if I ever watch it again, and I, and I would consider watching again. I might zip through some of those parts. Right, right, yeah. Oh, but wow. fucking Rise of Skywalker was atrocious. Yeah, that was the JJ. Skywalker like killed Star Wars for me. I'm like, so, I don't need to see any more Star Wars content ever again. That this was, cool. you know, what that was? That was them taking uh, Reddit's response to the Last Jedi and plugging yeah. it through ChatGPT and saying, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the, here we go boys I don't, I don't this to... has to make any sense but these are words on a page what are you gonna say brian nah nothing it'd just be i think we we talked this one pretty good we did a whole episode where we talked about this right with adam on and everything uh, we... yeah i think i think so maybe we have to comb through the archives i do remember making my background the the scene where uh they they do the thing yeah they, where they blow up the ship that was such a cool shot so good that was a really cool shot it's worth it was worth breaking andrew's little physics brain uh, no, it, that, <laughs> hey look I, I was that person too until i was like just give it up and then the and the movie's good 
You know, yeah. like and I remember my head the, hating the physics, but thinking it was so beautiful and hating that I liked it so much because I hated it. But I was like, just give it up, give up the hate and just enjoy it. I'm like, okay, now, now it's just a really pretty shot. It, for, for me, I, I didn't even have that problem coming into the movie because like it, it's so clear that Star Wars isn't science fiction, right? Like obviously. Yeah. And it's it's World War II fiction in space, right? Like, so all of the fit, like, bombers right the entire first scene of the last jedi with the, doesn't make the any sense except it's like well, oh but it only it's... makes sense if you're like oh we're we're doing world war ii we're doing bombing right. runs right. like that's right. it right. like that's that's how the stakes in this work so so micro meteor drones launched and like and as you used as relativistic kill attacks and whatnot that's not part of world war ii but doing a kamikaze attack that's part of world war ii so therefore, a kamikaze attack works, <laughs> and and we're we're not going to try to think about it past that. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's I a good. All, I'm all for like in service of cool, like whatever. It was fucking cool. That's all that mattered. And it it follows this the scientific narrative conventions of how like everything in their like space combat works. Anyways, it just doesn't follow real physics. But who gives a shit? But I don't. I think we could find more than enough reasons. The original Star Wars didn't have a shot on any real physics anyways right so like yeah, who cares guess, guess what no two capital ships will ever be a stone's throw away from each other ever it will never happen fucking telekinesis exists in that world i don't <laughs> yeah. fucking know why we're talking about this yeah we, <laughs> like, we still haven't been able objection? to build a lightsaber and we're yeah. pretty sure that's basically impossible um I oh, was speaking. Of, did anybody see the lightsaber episode of rick and morty you told you you told it you talked about it briefly but yeah you uh, mentioned it brian did they build a lightsaber? Yeah, and they dropped it tipped down, so it just melted through to the core of the Earth. It's like because that is what everyone in their head when they see a lightsaber, <laughs> yeah. they're like, "So what would happen?" It's like, yeah, that like in the movies, it, it auto shuts off. So clearly, they created some safety features on those <laughs> things, right? But like, what if the safety feature was disabled? See, I don't think Justin Roiland had anything to do with that. <laughs> I was too busy beating his girlfriend. Yeah, exactly, and. um hitting on 16 year olds i mean well what else are you gonna do with them nurture them oh right don't want him nurturing them brian that's for sure no no what he would be doing is called grooming them jim yes yeah yeah good night yes well so <laughs> can we please not end on that <laughs> someone say anything I, I, else i would have ended on ogl come on give me like one thing okay something not shitty news update no, Bitcoin's up right now. Nothing. We got nothing. I'll keep this here. I'm not happy about that. All night. All right. I'm going to Google happy news. You'll I'm going to say the first there? thing that oh, comes out of my sure. mouth. Happy news. Oh, Fidelity yeah. cut Twitter's valuation again. That's good news. What do they cut it to? Um, down 60%. You mean in accordance to the amount of revenue they lost? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're on mute, by the way, that. if you're trying to talk. Oh. Yeah, well, you're on mute. So... Uh, down sixty percent from forty-four billion, or yeah, or well, whatever, I mean, whatever it is that they Fidelity has marked down the value of its Twitter stock by more than sixty percent. So I, I believe that would be like what they consider their stock worth in it, or their shares of it. Wow. Yeah, I'm just wondering if it was like an additional sixty percent from. No, I think like this is the aggregate devaluation. I think this is the aggregate. Think, yeah, it's aggregate. So it's like down the same amount as like Tesla is this year. Yeah. Yeah, they're just Although looking Tesla's, to write. Although Tesla's not down right now, so fuck it. I mean, it is compared to where it was at the start of the year. Yeah. Well, that's important, I suppose. 
Someone someone posted a tweet that's like, hey, look, Tesla went down by 70% and then it grew by 70%. I wanted to reply back. These are not the same things. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, percentages are so weird like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do they um do they have earnings um recently? Like why why the jump? They they've been up. It's up to 170. I don't know, man. The, the mass cut in prices probably stoked a bunch of buying of Teslas, maybe. Or maybe like they're just, I mean, it drops so much. There's probably the idea that I had to recover some, you know? I mean. Buy the dip. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Tesla's rally this week was aided by upbeat fourth quarter earnings report. Yeah, there you go. Better than their last earnings report where they were like, yeah, we missed our shipment numbers again. But yeah, I mean, they slashed prices by what, $7,500? Something like that, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Some crazy amount. Yeah. Yeah. It'll pull some people over. It sure will. Well, they've, I mean, they unlocked the, the whole right-wing market. <laughs> like, why, why would I roll coal now when I can just have a Tesla that makes fart noises? So basically the same thing. You know, Tesla was, what's your point, Will? Tesla was always seen as like, a, like I'm a techie, uh, you know, elite, coastal elite, look at my fancy electric car. If the ride adopts this, that would be fascinating to me. I don't think they... Would, but that would be fascinating i don't know if like they combine the tesla and elon like we do well it would be hilarious of like you know virtue signaling gone like shifted completely the other way right like there was the idea that people who bought hybrids or teslas or like or hybrids or evs um you know were just like virtue signaling that they were environmentalists like that oh i care about the environment so i'm gonna buy an electric vehicle right um even though they don't do anything else in their life to to change their habits and like make you know themselves more environmentally friendly right um and it would be hilarious if like it just went the other way where it's like i bought a tesla because i love donald trump and elon musk loves donald trump and elon musk owns the libs and i love owning the libs so i'm owning the libs by driving around electric vehicle i I want you to know how hard i own the libs by driving a tesla (laughs) that would be an interesting moment yeah maybe we can get them to own the libs by yeah, how can we, wep- how can we weaponize owning yeah. libs in a positive way? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that like, makes how, me happy. How, right? how do I how do I start like a a nonprofit that has like really noble goals and just markets them as ways to own the libs really effectively? Yeah, like we're gonna start this this charity that just gives tons of money to disenfranchise people and we're going to show the libs how easy it is because they make it sound so hard so we're going to well, own like, them and show it, like easy it is how do i how do i give gas stoves to like really poor countries like really nice gas stoves or something it's like well it's better yeah it's, it sucks that it's not great for like for asthma but like but at least but it's a can, stove yeah but it's just, it's better than nothing right um <laughs> <laughs> oh you're right take every product that gets a attacked from the left and promote it by just giving it out everywhere yeah yeah on, on on the left by donating to like um i mean i feel like stoves are a little bit too rudimentary it's like probably saying something about me that i would even consider like oh well they have no mechanism to like for fire <laughs> um, but it was just the, the the most recent example of something like that all right diversify you... into nuclear energy can that be spun as owning the limbs Oh, like to get away from solar and stuff like that? Yeah, and like, because the libs hate nukes, but we love nukes or something. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. There could be something like that. I'm really trying to think of something, because I love the, this the, idea. Yeah, the, the steam in my in my 
nuclear uh like it's a turbine is is uh created by liberal tears isn't it usually like Look like those tears isn't it usually lefties they're like no no you can't put like you can't build this nuke plant because of xyz reasons um it's lefties imposing um more regulation um which I yeah think there we go sense. yeah yeah let's cut, let's cut through the regulation on on no, no, Brian. Brian, 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 Brian. No, 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 no. We need the regulation. You got to just yeah, tell them to fire. build it. You just got to tell them the, to build it. The stove, the stove thing is like the worst thing that happens is like a bunch of people get asthma. Um, like they're the, the consequence. Is a we don't, we don't cut the regulation. Yeah. We build them to, 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 to kill wind. You want to kill yeah, wind? Let's go nu- nuclear. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like this could work though. Oh, we well, you got to work. Yeah. We have to create a whole, yep. a whole bunch of Twitter accounts that message the same way can you use chat gpt to do it yeah i was gonna say well can you ask chat gpt to create a script that creates a string? Yeah. oh wait no just feed this into chat gpt yeah. how do we convince <laughs> no it's like what you feed into chat gpt is like chat gpt can you make a pro-environmental argument um in the words of donald trump in the style of donald trump <laughs> we have then... we have the best air we have the best air yeah nobody's ever seen water <laughs> our water like our is so water. clean that you can't see it that's yeah. see-through <laughs> <laughs> nobody knew water could be this clean yeah yeah all right that's that's a good little pet project i like the idea of running our crap through and asking some ai to, to literally make a podcast <laughs> it'd be really funny if you get anywhere on that will i will be interested to hear about it next time i mean the the deep fake stuff like if you just have all of the video like that's not I, don't you you might even just need a picture right like no deep fakes you need like a, a bunch of like the more data you have the sure it's gonna be yeah yeah whatever yeah. i've i've uh i can heat my apartment with the fucking gpu at that point well i i hope the next time i have to defend uh, a traffic ticket in court i can have an ai assistant help me out is ariel gonna lose her job <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is Ariel worried about the the robot lawyers? No, she's not worried about the robot lawyers. Are they coming for? They're not coming for her job. They're not coming for her job. Unfortunately, because even the robots would be fucking bored to death with her job. Dude, half of her job is literally explaining to regulators what the fuck their regulations like even mean. I swear to God, like she has to like. (laughs) Uh oh, you better be careful. That does sound like a chat GP kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. She works with a lot of. Boomers. A lot of people who, who, and it's not, it's not the government. It's like a lot of people she works with. Maybe, uh, you know, you're like, man, I, I do. I think I've said this to her. I just don't think law degrees are that hard to get. I'm gonna be honest with you, based off what some, what some of these people say. You know, like, okay, I have overvalued this as like a marker of intelligence. Does she agree with you? Yeah, I think she does. Okay. Like, obviously, lawyers tend to be very smart, but man, they can really shock you. Apparently, for some people, just reading and writing and showing up to class, apparently, you just get a law degree. I have no idea. I mean, that's how you get most degrees. Yeah, but like, like, that's how you—that's how you get most things in life—is just like showing up and knowing the right people. Yeah, yeah. I guess somewhere I thought there would be like a lecture part where like dumb dumbs wouldn't be able to do it, but maybe maybe I guess you, I was you wrong. thought you thought the filter would be a little yeah, bit, a, exactly. A bit like yeah, it would be a little bit fine, a little finer mesh on that filter. Yeah, like like there's some. There's some programming classes, but there's no, there's just no way you're getting a degree from that school in programming and, and you're an idiot at the same, like, there's just no possible way you cannot do it. And I just kind of assume that that kind of idea generally applied to 
things and it's you know maybe maybe it's easier with hard sciences like engineering and stuff like that but jesus so what i'm hearing is that you spent some time talking to ariel about why your computer science degree means that you're smarter than her jesus you took this in a space that is not true at all that's i mean that's that's what i heard first of all i don't have a computer science degree you know why? Because it was too hard. Have... It was too hard to get. <laughs> so I don't have that. I have a degree that and has... That, and, that's, and that's how you know that your your argument is true. <laughs> I'm just saying that degree was too hard. No, she just works with uh, a lot of people who um, uh, just seem uh, wildly incompetent at times. And you're like, all oh, right, I guess it can happen, can't it? So anyways. Yeah, but maybe you're only hearing the bad stuff. Maybe she doesn't I, tell you she, like, she the, works the with... moments of brilliance that they have usually usually she's the brilliant one so so um i do hear about them because she's the and she is very smart so and she remembers things although i don't think she remembers as much as you will but she does remember a lot of things i don't remember anything anymore i don't know dude i didn't remember what year it was last a couple episodes ago so that was a fun miss a rare I've, miss I've, I, yeah i have a leaky sieve too many years playing football <laughs> leaky none, if it's none, of this, none of this matters anymore <laughs> information okay. information is all transient <laughs> oh what's the guy in the in the cave who who says i don't know what exists it's that guy right you exist plato? when i what's that plato is that what it is there's like the whole thing yeah, with the guy the allegory the, of the yeah, cave. yes that's plato okay yeah see will will look what you remembered you remembered who i was talking about no but in my brain i'm like i don't fucking I, maybe that was plato <laughs> <laughs> I would bet on it. I don't. I don't know, but I was like, it's one of those Socrates, one of those guys. But um, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Well, I feel better now. I feel better, guys. Thank you for uplifting my spirits, Brian, with the Twitter thing. So next week, next week, how about we only do like positive stories? Because this this week, when I was like watching and reading the news, it was either existential dread that AI is going to make seven people in the world ultra wealthy, and the rest of us are going to be like trying to turn sawdust into bread so that we can eat um or like how many videos of people getting killed can i watch okay all right so like maybe next week we just try to do some happy stories or stories that maybe aren't universally happy but we can laugh at right like if there's more george santos stuff that's a happy story right can we agree that that falls in the happy column I don't know. I I I think the only way to approach this is to laugh at the story regardless. Well, we can't do that on some of these, but I agree with Will. Um maybe Yeah, Brian. Why don't why don't you go read about Tyree Nichols and yeah. figure out a way to laugh? Ha ha. Kind of funny. Yeah. It's uh it's what we call dark humor. Yeah, yeah. I'm just being edgy. Um yeah. okay, well, I will I think if we see any stories we should post it. Like you guys try to, but if you see anything that's like something good, post it, and we'll try and do a hundred percent positive podcast next time. I like this goal. Let's see. Let's see how. Let's see how far in we get. And I'm okay with like Schadenfreude counting as positive, even though like probably technically it's not great that it is. Well, let's take the bar isn't very high, right? We're, yeah. we're, we're not... oh, oh, after this week, the bar is real low. Yeah. 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 Did you did, did my leopard tanks count? Um, it's silver linings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then, uh, like all 100 percent of my stories are positive. That and the OGL. Oh, and, and ah, yeah, sixty six percent. That's not bad. You're like I fucking D D plus. I Brian, passed. You're looking at me like like your job's done here. Your job's not done. You know right? who I'm looking at. <laughs> you can't tell. 
just bring bring the fire next week okay bring it bring it bring it next week bring the bring the good stories 100% positive guys we're going 100% positive this is going to be the this is going to be the uh uh jim brian and and will talk about talk about the good stuff right it's fucking so we 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 reminisce about the good times we don't know not not looking back we're going forward we're not we're not we're going forward we're going forward what are the good things going forward what 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 is there to be hopeful about yes what are the good stories? What are the good things coming up? Jim Will and Brian's happy, hopeful hour. Happy, hopeful hour. We can do this, guys. <laughs> all right. Next time. So, this will be the hardest thing I do all week. <laughs> is trying to, think, trying to figure that out. Like work is the last, it's the last week of my fiscal year this coming week. And like trying to find positive stories is going to be way harder than that. <laughs> all right. That's a goal. We are going to bring a few positive stories. We're, we're all going to, we're not going to dip into the negative ones. We're going to keep it in the positive ones because I'm not going to edit out the negative ones. We all know that. No, next week, we're like the three of us are just going to be crying on fucking camera together. And it's like, <laughs> this didn't work at all. The podcast is going to be seven minutes long. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be seven minutes long. And we're going to, we're going to end it. Okay. <laughs> when we're done with positive stories, we're done. So if it's a 20 minute podcast, well, it is what it is. All right, guys. All right. I will see you next time. Night. 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 Night.